Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio, talking men's basketball today. Emerson Phillips with former Gamecock basketball player Joe Rett. Joe played at Eau Claire High School, played for the Gamecocks from 1989 to 1992, played for Coach Felton. Joe, we're thrilled to have you on Gamecock Central Radio. Good to have you today. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good, Emerson. I appreciate you having me on. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I uh, look forward to... Uh Talking about some basketball. Yeah, we're still very early in the season, but we've got a couple of huge games for Gamecock men's basketball coming up this week, and we're going to talk about those two with you today. South Carolina's got Michigan at the Colonial Life Arena tomorrow at 5 p.m. That's Wednesday at 5, South Carolina and Michigan. Michigan ranks 25th in the country in the AP poll. They're 24th in the coaches poll. They're 4-0 coming in. They made the NCAA tournament a year ago. So a huge game for South Carolina. Home game at the CLA on Wednesday of this week. And then after the Thanksgiving holiday, the Gamecocks will travel to Brooklyn, New York, to take on Syracuse at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. Syracuse made the Final Four last year. So, Joe, before we talk about this year's Gamecock men's basketball team, talk about Frank Martin's effort to beef up the non-conference schedule. South Carolina won 24 games a year ago. The Gamecocks were 24-8, and but did not get into the NCAA tournament. And a large part of the reason for that is that the non-conference schedule was just not very difficult. So Coach Martin taking steps to beef up the non-conference schedule with games against Michigan and Syracuse. Yeah, certainly that was a disappointment to to uh, Frank Martin. And certainly a disappointment to the fans. Certainly a disappointment to the team. You know, like you said, by them winning 24 games, uh, a record for the University of South Carolina. You know, you look at some teams that, that have a lot less history well, not as much, you know, South Carolina doesn't have as much history as far as being a, a perennial team 
going to the NCAA. I think that's what hurt him. You know, like I said, we were very disappointed and thought that that team should be able to make it in there. But, uh, you know, give Coach, Coach Martin credit. He was very proactive in beefing uh, up the schedule. You know, a couple of games that he did schedule last year, I think, I don't recall right off. Uh, he didn't expect those teams to have that bad of a year on last year. I think that's what hurt him. But this year, definitely with Michigan coming in on tomorrow to the CLA, uh, you can't get no better than that. You know, we had some games already with Latte, Holy Cross, Mama, who was, who was on the, on the verge of doing great things last year, coached by a good friend of mine, King Rice, and of course, South Carolina State, who's an in-state team that has some good guards that also challenged the Gamecocks last week. So, uh, um, the schedule's been pretty good so far, you know. He has so many different, uh, these four games that they played so far brought different, different intensity, different, um, dynamics to, test this Gamecock team so far. You know, by us being so young, even though we I think we're a really good team in the backcourt where you talk about Dwayne Notice, uh Sandera Stonewell and also PJ Dozer. Those guys have been in there and in, in these four games early was to uh somewhat test the younger guys. You know, even though PJ and Silver has been here already, uh they're still young. They're still pretty young. So you got some incoming freshmen, some newcomers to the team that are not used to Frank's system right now and those four games were definitely uh, a test for this early Gamecock men's basketball team. All right, the Gamecocks are 4-0. They beat South Carolina State by 42 points last time out, beat Monmouth in overtime the game before that. Monmouth, a good team a year ago, better than most people realize unless you're a close follower of college basketball. So the Gamecocks are 4-0, and they've got Michigan in a 5 o'clock tip Wednesday at the Colonial Life Arena. Michigan's 4-0 as well. Michigan won a first four game in the NCAA tournament last year, and then they were beaten by Notre Dame in round one of the NCAA tournament. So uh, Michigan coming into the C. LA for this Wednesday game, an early start, a 5 o'clock tip-off. And Joe, wanted to talk with you about personnel for the Gamecocks here. Cindarius Thornwell named first team All-SEC by the coaches, but he didn't make All-SEC team from the media. But he has led the Gamecocks in scoring all four games, coming off a 22-point effort against South Carolina State. And, you know, he's the anchor of the team and of the program right now. Thornwell's been outstanding. He looks much improved, and this is senior year. Oh, no doubt. Um, you know, as players, as former players, or any player, you know, it's disappointing that he wasn't. To me, I was a little disappointed he wasn't on the first team all SEC, but hey, that's just how it starts. So if that is something that can motivate him to finish this season and carry this team to where we need to be, I'm all for it. I call him there as the Swiss Army knife of uh, this game called Man Basketball Team. He rebounds, he scores, he defends some of the best perimeter players on the team, on, on the opposing team. He just does so much. And we, we rely on Sanders to do a lot for us because he's that, that, that stir that get that coffee and that drink going for us. And once he's going and, and showing the leadership that I know he has, uh, he's been there. This is his fourth year. You know, this, this is his time for him to, uh, you know, really shine. He's going to go down as one of the, in my opinion, one of the best game cards in history. He's, he's going to be in the top 20, 25, I think. So, uh, or maybe even higher. I, I don't want to judge him too soon because he has a year left, but, uh, he, he has to do a lot for us to be successful and, you know, just the little things. He he's packed the stats every night. You know, he like I said, he does so many different things. So many things you don't even see. Uh, he's a leader in practice. He's a guy that really helps the young guys because he's been there. He's been here when Frank first got here, and he saw you know when he was a freshman where somebody took him under his wings and uh, showed him the ropes. And and now he's transferring that to some of the young guys because you know that this is it, and that's how Frank you know Frank likes that uh, where he has juniors and seniors that can help run the team. It makes his job a little bit easier. Joe, is Thornwell an NBA player? 
Is he? That's a good question. Uh, I believe he is. You know, a lot of times it's about going to the right team. You know, when he first came in, honest with you, I didn't think he was going to last a year. I thought he was almost a one and done, or two. You know, maybe two years, and he was gone. You know, he he had some issues early on after his sophomore year with some knee injuries and and little injuries that he's been battling for for a while. But he's healthy now, and uh, if he continues this pace, I think he can be. He can be very serviceable to a lot of NBA teams just by getting at the right team. And hopefully, you know, if he continue at this pace, I think he's averaging about 20 points and about 6.5 rebounds right now, if I'm not mistaken. But um, those are really good numbers. Like, it's early on, but those are good numbers. And if you continue to play with the aggressiveness and, and, and being a leader out there and, and just being Cinderous, you know, he can he – can, one of the few guys on the team that can score in so many multiple ways by uh, getting to the basket, uh, getting fouled, uh, and shooting the open three, and he's the jump shot this year has been looking pretty good for him. Yeah, Thornwell's been outstanding this year, scoring the basketball, defending, rebounding, passing, doing a little bit of everything for South Carolina. Gamecock Central Radio here. Emerson Phillips with former Gamecock basketball player Joe Rett. We invite you to download the Gamecock Central Radio app. We've got a free phone app that allows you to listen to our podcast anywhere you receive cell phone service. You can listen on your phone, and you'll find the app on the App Store and on Google Play. To subscribe to our podcast, search for Gamecock Central Radio. You'll find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and other popular services, or visit radio.gamecockcentral.com. South Carolina and Michigan, 5 o'clock tip Wednesday at the CLA. Michigan, uh, won the first four game in the NCAA tournament last year. So they're a top 25 team here, Joe. And this is a real test for the Gamecocks at home. Should be a good crowd Wednesday at the CLA. Yeah, I think it's a really good crowd. Um, people going on vacation and uh, just having this Thanksgiving day. It's a good opportunity to get out and see the Gamecocks before this big Clemson-Carolina uh, football matchup. So, you know, got a, a top-ranked team, a 25-ranked team, Michigan coming in with uh, Coach Beeline. Uh, he's been a great coach for the past. 10 plus years there in Michigan. He's always a contender. Uh, his teams are always very, very disciplined. And one thing that they like to do is try to make you uncomfortable on offensive of events. Uh, they play a lot of zone, one through one, different matchups just to not only just turn you over, but to, uh, just speed you up and get you out of your rhythm of what you're used to. So I trust that, uh, our veteran guards can handle, uh, this Michigan coach, John Beeline's, uh, defense and, they'll be able to penetrate that zone and, and not get too raffled. Hopefully, by playing at home, uh, these guys will be real calm and and, and they won't crack under pressure. And I think it should be a really, really, really good test for this team. We'll see. We'll, we'll get to know, you know, if these young guys are ready to get into the heat of the SEC real soon by these two great uh, Michigan and Syracuse game that's coming up. Yeah, Syracuse coming up on Saturday. Michigan figures to be a tournament team again this year, and Syracuse currently ranked higher than Michigan. Syracuse number 16 in the coaches' poll, number 18 in the AP poll. They're 3-0, 230 tips Saturday at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn. And uh, Syracuse made the national semis. They made the Final Four last year, lost in the semis to North Carolina. So, uh, you know, Syracuse known for their 2-3 zone, and they're always so big, Joe, they – they get in that zone, and but they're so long that they defend the three-point line, and they, you know, their defense is what they're known for. So, how good do you think Syracuse is this year? Clearly, they're good. They're top twenty, but how far do you think they'll go? I've heard things that uh, Coach Bayheim was saying it's one of the best teams he had in years. You know, not a lot of guys that remember coming back, but you know, for a little bit of motivation for the South Carolina like Gamecocks, uh, a lot of people thought that Syracuse last year was one of the teams that possibly bumped them from going to the NCAA last year. So uh, this is a little added motivation, but this team is a really, really good team. 
we know about the, the defense that they always play a two three matchup that presents not only so many people uh hard times on offense. They make you very, very uncomfortable. They can test every shot and they're similar to what I think Frank tries to do by having a lot of uh athletic guys that can, you know, stretch the floor that that can run and jump and contest shots and, and cover the paint and protect the rim. And, and and that's I think that's similar to what Frank is trying to do here at South Carolina, and that's something Bayham has been known for to have those really really six eight six nine athletic guys that can really make it uncomfortable for not only the bigs inside but also make it uncomfortable for guys that normally like you come to Dwayne notice and this and there's you know sometimes you play against certain teams that get open shots, but uh, believe it or not on on Saturday when they go up to uh, Brooklyn. Uh, they're gonna have some highly contested shots. They won't make it easy. Uh, of course, that's why Syracuse is who they are because because of the great coach Jim Beheim. But uh, it's another game that we can, you know, after tomorrow uh, we go to Syracuse. I think we can pull this one out also. Huge games for South Carolina. You know, winning either of these two would be uh, marquee victories for sure, and something that the Gamecocks could hang their hat on later in the year if they are in the running for an NCAA tournament berth. So we're going to find out a lot more about the Gamecock men's basketball team with Michigan and Syracuse coming up this week. Joe, uh, Thornwell, obviously the leader of the Gamecock basketball team here in 2016-2017, but Dwayne Notice, another key player back this year, and uh, P.J. Dozier, back for his sophomore year. Dozier hit the game winner in overtime against Monmouth last week. So these three, you know, really the driving force of Gamecock basketball. But I wanted to talk with you about the front court. Carrera's gone. Chet Kevishes is gone. Kaichinis is gone. Who are the Gamecocks going to look to to produce in the front court this year? Well, you got Chris Silver who's coming back. Who I think he's having about 10 points, about 6.8 rebounds. And you got the other kid, Kosar, who's, who's in, into the star lineup of freshman. And that's a rare thing where you get a big, uh, I think he's about 6'9", six, 6'10", six, guy that uh, has been uh, covering the paint. Also, you know, you don't replace those guys, Emerson. You don't replace those guys that we lost, the two Lithuanians and Mike Carrera, where they were uh, guys that have been in the program for four years that you, as, as fans, and we, we saw these kids grow up before our eyes in four years. And just to see the year that Mike Carrera had last year, it was just awesome to see somebody do that. So do we replace them? No. Not to what they did, because they were just, you know, I've been to several practices showing how those guys were such leaders in practice and how they were helping some of the young guys. And now, you know, we don't have a lot of older people in the front court to help. So hopefully uh, Chris Silver has learned a lot. And, and I know Frank will work with these guys. You know, one of the problems that I think they do have right now early on is rebounding and protecting the rim. Uh, Chris Silver is a guy that's very energetic. He, 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 he really don't run a whole lot of plays for him. But this guy knows how to uh, attack the basket, and, and he plays with such energy that you just can't you can't manufacture that, and you have to let a guy like that. But he does need to tone it down a little bit because sometimes he get caught and reaching and jumping over someone's back that gets him in foul trouble sometimes. But uh, I think with a little bit of experience, he'll learn to tone that down and be one of those leaders that we need out there. We got some freshmen out there. Uh, we got a seven foot kid. I call him KG. Uh, he's been getting a little bit of time. Hopefully, he, he can get stronger. He can learn the game. And, and you know, with under Frank Martin's system, you saw how, how well the Lithuanians, uh, how that game has progressed. There were guys that were able to get the ball inside and finish around the paint. You know, sometimes they didn't finish. But under Frank Martin, you know, he lets his guards go. But he also demands that that ball get inside. So, you know, we can put the pressure on some of those other on the opposing teams, which will ultimately help uh, our perimeter game. So, he does play, plays that old school, that inside-out game, which I love. That's the old school, inside-out. 
And uh, if these guys develop, Carolina can go a long way. Chris Silva had a good freshman year last year. He'll be a key big man for the Gamecocks this year. And Joe mentioned uh, Mike Kotsar, who is from Estonia by way of Wichita, Kansas. 6'10 freshman, getting a lot of minutes in the early season here for the Gamecock men's team. And you know, role player that has uh, shown the ability to help this ball club in the early portion of the season. So, Joe, a couple of other players that we want to talk about before we wrap it up today. An expanded role, more playing time this year for Justin Mackey, the Gamecock senior. Man, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up. Justin is, is a guy that's been waiting this time. You see a lot of kids that come in. Justin came with a lot of pressure, uh, trying to follow his dad, who's an all-time great at the University of South Carolina. He came in a lot, a lot of pressure, people expecting him to be – who his dad was, and that's not going to happen in most cases, but Justin hung in there. Uh, a lot of people will come in and, and want to transfer, and I give that kid a lot of credit. He worked and worked every summer. I've seen him in the program down there at, uh, at Heathwood Hall every summer, and kids work on this game. He's developed a shot, and, and to be honest with you, outside of all the guys that uh, we talked about earlier, Justin is, is, is very key to our success. He really is. If he can come in and get us you know, ten, nine to ten points a night coming off the bench, uh, bring a lot of energy. He's always been a good defensive player for us. He, if he can continue to do that and, you know, bring us, like I say, about ten points, uh, some good tough defense and, and spell those guys, Justin could have a, a very good senior year. If we can get some extra out of him, you know, I think we would do well. Joe, another young player that the Gamecocks are excited about and who's done some good things early in the season here is Raheem Felder. This kid is originally from South Carolina. He's a freshman with the Gamecocks. He had 10 points in one of the games early this year, and this is a kid that uh, shows a lot of promise. Well, he is. He's a guy that, you know, Frank liked those big guards that can uh, get in the mix. Um, we got to take the pressure off a lot of our guys that we got. You know, we lost Marcus Stroman last year, who was the point guard that came in and, and did a lot of things for us, who ran the offense for us. Hopefully, Felder could be that guy. Uh, <clears throat> you got PJ that plays a lot of points, and that'll help take a lot of pressure off Sanders. We, we we prefer Sanders to play off the ball so he can do some things, you know, bringing that ball, ball up the court against some some pressure that some of these teams that they're about to play can be very hectic for us. So if we can get Felder in there and get him some experience and get him some confidence, he can be a very key for us as far as uh, helping take some of the pressure off the guards that, that we have started when we were talking about. P.J. Notice and Sundarius. All right, the Gamecocks got some familiar faces back with Thornwell and Notice and Dozier and Mackey and some new faces as well that we're going to be talking a lot more about here on Gamecock Central Radio as the season moves on. Wanted to give you a season preview here with Joe Rett, former Gamecock basketball player. Joe, great to have you on Gamecock Central Radio, and we look forward to talking more with you very soon. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me, and uh, go Gamecocks, and let's uh, get the season, keep rolling, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, big week for Gamecock basketball. That's Joe Rett, and I'm Emerson Phillips. We'll have more Gamecock basketball talk here on Gamecock Central Radio. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks for tuning in. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three 
and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.